0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Freedom Fighters for America World Radio at www.freedomfightersforamerica.com. It is April 2nd, 2015, and coming up next, Al Cuppett doing his show. Al Cuppett is a former action officer from the Joint Chiefs of Staff out of the Pentagon, now retired, and up next. Now the battle hymn of the republic to start the show. Freedom Fighters for America World Radio is sponsored by Freedom Fighters for America, and thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Freedom Fighters for America World Radio. And Hal Cuppett, uh, he should be on momentarily, so uh, please stand by. And ladies and gentlemen, Al Cuppett is now on the Fantow, so we will begin this show. Al? Okay. Al? You,
1: hello there. Can you hear me, Chris?
0: Yes, you're coming in loud and clear.
1: Sorry, I was a little late, but uh, I just got a flash email, and if you, check your, you can see your email right now, we probably can with the program, but... We just had a U.S. rabbi warning about civil war coming, and so uh, I had to get that out on the wire, and I took a really little too much time. I'm sorry, folks, but here we are, and it's on the second day of April of 2015, in the year of our Lord. I want to read a scripture. I read it before, but I got to read it again. Except my Bible's turning the page here. Right Anyhow, it's. Uh, Second Timothy, the third chapter, And know this also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men should be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, and unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. Truth-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, that is, in their emotions. fierce despisers of those that are good. Traitors, eddy, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. Churches are full of garbage today, folks. They haven't preached the right message for so long. Nobody knows what the right message is anymore. Anyhow, I'm going to have a word of prayer here and uh, ask the blessings on this program and on the listeners out there that they'll understand what they're going to hear. If you're new tonight, by any means, you better hold on to your hat because this thing is really going down the tubes. Like our brother Bob said, this is the year the dream ends. I've got a bunch of notes here also I want to get to, but I've got a lot of neat stuff that I think is critical. But let's first go to prayer and ask the Lord to bless us. We'd be derelict in our duties if we did not do this. Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight in the precious name of Jesus, the only begotten Son of the living God. We ask you, Lord, this night that you would be with us. Bless the programmer. Open the eyes of the listeners. Bless bless the producer the network lord we give you thanks for all the things you've done for us but first lord forgive us of our sins words trespasses and deeds we may have committed before we come to that throne with these needs lord we ask you tonight especially for israel and jerusalem lord watching over the land of israel and jerusalem we pray for the peace of jerusalem as we're commanded we pray for prime minister netanyahu as he struggles through this critical time over there lord we ask you to Save the elect and the very elect, O oh Lord, but mainly, Father, watch over our Jewish friends and save them from this coming holocaust, which is upon us. We ask you now, Lord, that you watch over Stan's business venture. We ask for the Johnson's property sale out in Arizona. We pray for Linda and Tammy, Austin, and Myron and Ted. Be with them, Lord. We pray for Catherine, John, Jean, Justin, and Aaron. And down in South America, we pray for Isaac, Lou, and Lisa so far away, remember Rosemary, Jim and Phoebe especially, remember Elizabeth and Herbert, we pray for Jack and Madonna, way out in Texas, Lord, uh, write their situation, give them faith to hold up what's coming, thank you, Lord, for what's happening there, we know you're going to come through, and bless them, Father, we pray for, oh, dear, Jesus, so many, Lord, we pray for Bob and Norma this night, we pray for Chris and Hannah, Situation, Harriet and Dawn and Dave, especially Dave Sr., for Sarah and Ted and Karen far away in the land overseas, we ask you to watch with them. We, we, we pray tonight for my son, Donald Lord. We plead, we have the saints of God praying together in unison and one accord for this need. For Leslie, Kathy, and Joyce, we plead the blood of Jesus over David and Mike. We pray for Anita and her husband, and Father, way out in Minnesota. Watch over them. And now we have a special prayer, Lord, for Pat tonight. We ask you folks to pray for Pat in this blood pressure situation. We ask you, Lord, to solve this problem in according to thy will and as soon as possible. In the name of Jesus, we ask him. We pray for Linda. We pray for Ted. We pray for Matt and Kelly, Teddy, Kristen, Mike, Bill, up in the state of New Hampshire. We ask that you save their souls at any cost, no matter what. Once again, we ask you for Milton and Bailey and Autumn and Dawn in Maryland, thank you for those blessings that you have given to some of our prayers, Lord. We ask you to continue to work in the lives of these that we've put on this list. We ask for Joe and Kathy in the state of Maryland and Marriott in uh, Spokane, for Jesse, Louisiana, and for Jason who's seeking salvation, Lord. If there's an unspoken request that I may have missed, the Lord, or if there's a missed person on the list that I have missed, I ask you, Lord, To meet that need just the same as if I'd mentioned it. And we rebuke evil and wickedness in this administration and in this government. And, Lord, we pray for this president, but I don't believe there's a lot of hope for him, Lord, but we are for those in authority. And we pray, Lord, that he don't make too many more mistakes. We ask you, O God, that this nation might be spared some of this trauma, if at all possible, Jesus. Please, Lord, help us. Rebuke witchcraft, porno, and... uh, same-sex and all the garbage that goes with it. we come against pedophilia and abortion, Lord, things which will stop the human race, O God, these evil sins. And, Lord, we pray for the lost out there that don't know the Lord. We ask you, O Lord, that you'd be merciful to them. Give them a chance. Give them one more chance, O God, to come to you before it's too late. Once again, Lord, we pray for our Jewish friends in America. Lord God, give them a chance to escape, O Lord. In Jesus' name we ask all these things, amen and amen. All right, folks, uh <clears throat> I got a letter from Professor Tom. He said, Al, this fella that uh put out this warning, his name is Fabrice, and uh he hasn't he said he hasn't heard of you or Bob's warnings about or or Dimitri Duderman in nineteen eighty, but he got this on his own you may have got it from the Bible code. Those of you who got the email, you can punch up and read the whole thing. I'm going to read as much of it as I've got here. But I want to tell you, folks, they have detention cells in these jails. They killed a lady, a Jewish lady out in the Sky Harbor Airport in 2007. It was Carol, uh, uh forgot her name now. She was from South Africa. And she was killed in a detention cell in the Phoenix airport by foreign troops, no doubt in my mind. One sister came through Atlanta and they took her in, a, in an interior room and interrogated her. And she said from that room, there was a steel door that led into another room and that's where the detention cells are. They have put them in these airports. You could not hide anything. When you leave this country, there's nothing you can hide right now. If you go through that airport, and I said on my email, you dear Jewish folks, you better ship and skip. Ship your stuff and skip the country while you can get out of here. Because as soon as this thing goes down, they're going to bar these airports and you can't get out. And they can see inside of you. You can't, hide. you can't even hide stuff inside of you anymore. They've got x-ray machines and fluoroscoping machines. You know, the technology now dwarfs what the Nazis had it absolutely is, makes the Nazis' surveillance and search tactics impotent. Impotent in the view of what we got now. Okay? Infrared, metallurgy and, and magnetometers, radar devices and X-ray devices, all the things that the Nazis didn't have. And here's what it says. <clears throat> Al this guy hadn't heard of your warnings, but here's what he wrote. Rabbi warns of civil war in the United States. The Rimanov Rabbi visited the Florida communities made up of South American immigrants from France, gave an unequivocal command to the Jews to leave and go to Israel, saying there will be a civil war in the US. Now, folks, Brother Bob has warned about this. I have warned about it now for a long time. He's told us way back when the Trayvon Martin thing kicked off. Dmitry Judiman warned about it back in 1980, and it's coming down exactly like they said, the Midwest. <clears throat> now, this is a term some of the Jewish folks might know. It's Bihadri, Bihadri Haradim reported that the Rebbe said, Leave while you still can. The situation will get worse, and it will be difficult to move from state to state. After World War II, the survivors came to the great men of Israel and the Hasidic leaders and asked why they had not ordered the Jews of Europe to leave and immigrate to Israel or the United States before the war broke out. The truth must be told. They said, and how much they said, begging Jews to flee the burning ground, But part of the evil decree was that they were not listened to. Today, the Rebbe Rebbe said, listen to me carefully, dear Jews, whoever has in his hand to get up and go and go to the Holy Land, Israel, as soon as possible. While it is still possible, this includes leaving large parts of South America and most of Europe. And I would say, folks, all of Europe. I got a fellow in Kentucky, he called me back in 97 and says, Al, they're going to lose 100% of them in Europe. He said, I was talking to the Lord, and he said, well, I'll just go to Europe, Lord. No, they're going to lose 100%. He said, go to Israel. He said, well, I'll just stay here. He said, no, you're going to lose 87% here, and 50% of the born-again Christians. This is going to be a terrible time, folks. I'm warning you, Okay. This has been confirmed. It's it's all in the Bible, too. You know, it's not just Al Cuppet. It says, also, the U.S. will be a place of danger in the war, and it is still too early to say which states within the United States will survive, but many parts will be destroyed and poisoned. Even civil war will break out in the United States, and the states will cut themselves off from the federal government. The U.S. may not be used as a refuge, but there will remain here survivors. Eretz Israel, the land of Israel, will be the safest place to survive the war, although there will be also terrible difficulties there. And that's right. There's a whole lot better for 33% in Israel to survive than 13% in the United States. Okay? And don't bet on the Underground Railroad to save you. Because I'm involved with it, but I don't know the, how, the, how the, the navigation is going to work on it. I only know, that I know how to make it work. Okay? I don't know how the Holy Spirit will work the destinations and the pickup point. <clears throat> he says further, If I if I can do it myself, I'd get up and go to Israel and bless the very good of, of, of the land, but I do not have permission to do so. From heaven is commanded that in the meantime I should stay in the U.S., unquote, he was quoted as saying. In addition, the rabbi explained, I am one of the few men in our time who can say that, say that this, since it has been published all over the world, that my eyes see very far away. Like when I found the child, Nebi Kleki, may his blood be avenged, and the three boys in Hahu, and I think that's the three that they killed over in Israel, and dozens more who were missing, where others do not have permission to see and make order. And this has was planted in me by God and divine providence, and when I had to talk to many and give instructions, I did it and do it with divine when the divine presence speaks from my throat, and whenever my name goes out to, it is and wherever my name goes out to, it is known that those who listen to me shall be saved. Associates of the Rabbi emphasized that the call was made to a small handful of worshippers at the morning services at the local synagogue. Now, some of you born-again believers out there might not think that the Lord can speak to certain people, but I'm telling you, when I was in Israel in 1999, I had a Jewish lawyer who certainly wasn't a believer in Jesus, and I'd been asked if I'd set up an underground railroad. I didn't know what to do, and he pointed at me and said, if you altogether hold your peace at this time, you know, Wait a minute. Why don't we just hang over here a second? Hang on here a second. I was over there. I got a chance to go over there. And uh, everything was provided. And I was taken to a meeting... And there was a Messianic Jewess there, and she's filled with the Holy Ghost. And she said to me, Al, there's going to be a a Holocaust in the United States, isn't there? I said, yes. Folks, this was 1997. She said, Al, I saw a chamber on the ground underneath somewhere in in Denver. There was a chamber that people were put in, and they were cooking them literally while they were alive. I said, that's a microwave, klystron, like a big microwave oven. He said, Al, will you set out, help us set up an Underground Railroad? And I did not know what to say. What? An Underground Railroad? What are you talking about? I ain't—I haven't got a clue how to run an Underground Railroad. They asked me right there, and I had a witness. I had two witnesses sitting beside of me. I said, okay, Lord, what do I do now? I don't know whether this, I don't want to say no if I can't do it, and I don't want to know if I should do it, and I don't want to say yes if I can't do it, don't know how to do it. And the, rep, and the lawyer pointed at me, and these are the words. He started reading, and I, he started saying, For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time. And I said, Let me read it out of my Bible. That's Esther 414. Heard it in the Pentagon. It shook my physical body when that prayer was prayed, using that scripture back in the, sixth, in the eighth day, the eighth day of January of 1986. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time. And this man looked at me and pointed right at me. Then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy fathers, thou shall be destroyed, that is, if you hold your peace. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Uh, wow, how do you know to come up with that? And this is almost as providential as this rabbi here. I don't know who the Rimanov rim ra, rim rabbi is, but this guy got it from heaven, it looks to me like. Okay? Nate Paglia. Nice.
2: The other news is
1: the following. pilot of German Williams Airbus was a Muslim convert. Was he a hero of the Islamic State? I'm going to read something to you. Here's what, what they said. Police have reportedly found that an item of significance at the apartment of co-pilot who crashed a German wing's passenger plane in the Alps. The item was not a suicide move. 28-year-old German Andreas Lubitz trained in Phoenix. It was pictured in San Francisco. German website claims Andreas Lubitz was a Muslim convert. Now, they're not going to tell you, folks. They're not going to spill the beans. They're, in, they're afraid of inciting a terrible riot. They do it, but this is the story. According to Michael Mannheimer, a writer for the German DI News, Germany has now, has now owned a 911 thanks to the convert to Islam Andreas Lubitz. Well, first of all, no 19 airs ever flew those airplanes on the 2000 one of September eleventh. Global Hawk did the whole job. We've talked about that a hundred times, okay? It was a false flag operation, didn't happen like they told us. Translation from German. All evidence indicates that the co pilot of Airbus of Airbus three twenty in his six months break during his training as a pilot in German wing converted to Islam. And subsequently either by the order of radical that is, devout Muslims or received the order from the Book of Care, the Quran, on his own record, decided to carry out the mass murder. As the radical mosque in Bremen is in the center of the investigation in which the convert was staying often, it can be assumed that he, and there they say it's Muhammad Atta, Mohammed, Adah, Mohammed, Mohammed, Mohammed had nothing to do with, these, with 2001. It was done by Global Hawk okay, see the airplanes. I can go into that long story. I'm going into it tonight. But steel does not melt. Chrome molybdenum alloy steel will not melt with diesel, with, with kerosene, which only burns at 600 degrees. Chrome molybdenum alloy steel in those towers melts at 1,600 degrees Celsius, not counting the insulation. That's 1,000 degrees from the top temperature to, of any jet fuel on Earth. No steel melted by jet fuel on September 11th, 2001. Believe it. It's true. Believe it. It never happened that way. It seems that he received instructions directly from the immediate vicinity of this German mosque, this German co-pilot. Converts are the most important weapon of Islam because their resume does does. Do not, their regimen do not suggest that they often are particularly violent Muslims. Thus Germany now has its own 911, but in a reduced form. So it is clear that Islam is a terrorist organization, and there are, in accordance with um, 121A of the Criminal Code to prohibit it and to investigate its followers. Nothing will happen, but nothing's going to happen. One can bet that the apologists, that's the reading, the politics, Islamic scholars will agree to assign this as an act of mental unstable man mentally unstable man, and that's what they're doing. You can bet that once again the mantra of now supposedly peaceful Islam is and will continue. And worse still, the attacks by the left against those who have always warned against Islam will be angrier and angrier and merciless. Well now the German Islam supporters, like never before, have their backs against the wall.
2: All right, that's from there. Let me read to you.
1: Hold on here. I got a lot of pages. Stand by. We got plenty of time. Hmm. Okay. What I said was, what? I got a page
2: missing. What happened here? Well, it's all going. Anyhow, I had
1: a whole deal here from... Uh, but I'll leave what I said about it. Sister, Sister Elizabeth got the same thing. I sent it all out. She got the same the same warning. And... Uh, okay. Here's what I said. Uh, <clears throat> it all makes sense, what I just read you. Okay. Yeah, I got a, here it is, here it is, right here. I got it. Okay, here it is. This is Sister Elizabeth, and this is what she writes Dear close prayer friends, and thanks for Liz for sending this. Please take note. Here we go. Andreas Lipitz was not only a pilot of German wings, but was also a mavic, ma- radicalized and converted Muslim. He converted from Christianity to Islam. Now, first of all, our dear sister doesn't have it figured out. He was never a Christian, per se, a real born-again Christian, okay? Don't, let's get that straight. If he was a member of the Lutheran Church, and all they do is have tea and cookies after the sermon, a 20-minute sermon, okay? I've been there in Germany when they had it, Lutheran Church in Germany. He was a churchgoer. He wasn't a Christian, a born-again Christian. He may have been a Catholic. He may have been uh, uh, who knows what he was, but he was not a born-again Christian. So we're going to put that to bed. He was part of a very radical, radical, very radical mosque in Bremen where he spent most of his time the news media, and the newspapers will cover up the real story because of fear of retaliation and because most news media are influenced by Islamics in Europe and other parts of the world. If you have any comment, let me know. If you prefer to believe the news media, media, so be it. There was no intent of suicide because of depression. He had planned and was all beforehand. Sorry, folks, I don't buy the news line. Why then did his Facebook, did his Facebook page disappear so suddenly? Why is he celebrated today as a hero in Palestine, a freedom fighter for Islam? Lutonja um, and German wings have strict medical control, and they would have picked up a long time ago. This is total cover-up. Why important? We need to know how we must pray and do spiritual warfare for our nations and for the presence of the gospel worldwide and for the protection of the Jews. They ask the Holy Spirit to give you discernment every time you open a newspaper before you get angry about it. nothing. Be aware of converted radicals being trained behind the scenes in the form of Americans, Europeans, Italians, and South Africans who want to take over the, the, these free world countries for Islam. Be aware that you still live in, a, in the free West where you can be free to enter any church building or synagogue to worship, which is not the case in Islamic controlled countries where you could get beheaded. You are still free to express yourself. How long is this possible? it depend on your faith in the God of the Bible and your input? your love for people, and your free voice. Pray before you enter any plane. Ask God what you must do if you would get on a plane like that. Do not be asleep. Be wide awake. Pray it in his name, Sister Elizabeth. And this is what I wrote. Yep, it makes sense. I should have figured it out myself, but you really... You, you don't usually equate Caucasian pilots as Islamists, do you? Okay, so now we know why they won't tell the whole truth about this German pilot or church girl, church goer. He's not a real Christian, turned Muslim. He was thinking he was gonna get his reward in heaven. He was looking for seventy two gals, right? The seventy two virgins. But he's gonna get eternity in the wrong place. He advised that in about ten seconds to one minute after that plane crash. He he knew he had trusted the wrong being, but his soul and spirit floated out of the wreckage along with hundred and forty nine other souls. He then saw an evil fallen angel from Satan himself coming to take him to the pit. It then got dark and he started screaming, and he's screaming still right now. That's why you're gonna be born you want to be born again and saved by the blood of Jesus for you die. Folks <clears throat> This lady who sent this out says, You don't have to pass this on to your friends until you re- unless you re- reduced my name in the email. This is the person that sent the second part I just read. Well, there's no sense in being fearful. You're already on the list. We're already on the list. The only reason you want to take your 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 uh your email address out to keep cooks from writing you, but I'm not caring about my name out there. I'll, I know what I'm saying is the truth, and it's going to come to pass. Now, as some folks, as noted in the yellow, that they said, you know, don't pass this on unless you take my name out of it. This is what she said. They get cold feet and don't want their email address out there or their name. Me, I don't care if my name is on the document. In fact, I would like it. I would like it to be left on if I wrote it. However, just leave my email address off. I get a kook now and then, but be advised, the angel of the Lord, about 30 foot tall, has been seen by Joel and Susie, the husband and wife team. This being was standing on my roof. No fear with him there, but you know, he doesn't have to answer kooks in the email system. He just presents a 10-foot flaming sword to all comers who have pernicious intents towards me. That's why I write this with no fear. By the way, I want to tell you something pretty gory here, but I want to tell you. When an airplane hits cumulus granite, now, this is what pilots call a mountain, especially within the clouds, okay? When you hit cumulus granite at 400 miles an hour or better, no human body part is bigger than a walnut, okay? The remains will be nothing bigger than a walnut. I guess the moral of the story is to ask the flight crew if any of them are radical Muslims. Limbaugh, Hannity, and Beck probably already have some of this, but they're probably a little afraid to broach the truth, huh? So, now, Brother Bob was praying, and this is what he said.
2: He said, while preparing
1: morning coffee, that is when the news broke reporting his plane crash, the father showed in graphic details and informed me of the following. This is a terrorist attack. The pilot is a Muslim, just like the Egyptian pilot who crashed the aircraft while he was shouting, Allah Akbar. He spelled it wrong, but I pronounced it right. As he crashed his aircraft. So this is the... Uh, he did Craig, way back. And this is only the beginning of these horrific acts of murder of the innocent. Islam is a murderous cult of death and destruction, originating from the mind and spirit of the original destroyer, capital D. That is, O Luther, son of the morning. It's in Isaiah. He, he told... Uh, she told Bob, you are not to share this in the right moment. It, could, it will cause and create a virtual firestorm. When the world comes to realize the inherent evil residing within this cult of death, when they come to realize it's going to be too late, it is at that moment in time Islam will realize that in order to survive, it must engage in a global fight for death in order to remain alive and reign as the supreme world religion. How mankind is now there and there's no turning back. World War Three has begun. Israel is about to be ferociously, savagely attacked with and by untold barbarism, unknown since the Mongolian horde swept across the ancient landscape. But little do they know of and about living fire, capital L, capital F. That's the Lord's delivering fire to deliver those who need to be delivered. Now, where am I here?
2: Okay. I sent to, uh, remember the
1: short, my sister and Elizabeth sent a short version of, of this. on Prime Minister Netanyahu that's being planned. She asked for prayer and I sent a short version out and this is what uh, was said. She writes to a professor. Just had a dream last night about Benjamin Netanyahu and woke up in an unearthly time. Men dressed in a baklava Approaching Netanyahu with knives screaming Allah Akbar, calling on the dictator God of Islam and small G, the God of the half moon, the God of hatred who creates fear. An assassination is planned. They're planning it. I stood in the corner of the room, hidden behind a screen, throwing scriptures at the assassin, pages of the book speaking in the spirit, in the Holy Ghost. Words became swords sent towards these Islamic pl- plotters. There were voices of unseen speak, people speaking scripture out loud in the room. Words started to burn on the men's heads. They were burnt to ashes and they were no more. The room was filled with smoke and Netanyahu left. Only his jacket was slightly scorched at the hem. He took it off and put a prayer shawl around him, and not, not any weapon did hurt him. He was fine. I stepped out into a helicopter waiting outside and left, and suddenly back home, sitting up straight in bed asking myself what was this this is the theme she had okay explanation as we fight in the spirit against the evil god all evil i'm sorry all evil god will use the words in our mouths to be swords to protect the people of the lord the people and also the people of the book the people of the book are christians and true christians and jews these are Jews and Christians who have the same Bible. I see him say what I just said. This is the fight about the word of God and its truth will burn everything to ashes that opposes this. That is stopping the will of God in his holy fire. Ooh, that's exactly what Bob said. <laughs> All right. Here's a strong bringing about the kingdom of God, preparing Israel for Messiah to come and to build and strengthen the people of the book as one. Please see this article to confirm some of it that we experience now in the natural. We must urgently pray for President Netanyahu. Now, folks, you know on this program, she says president, she means uh, uh, prime minister. We've been praying for him for weeks and weeks and weeks. Pray for him if there's an assassination attempt planned against him. Will you help us pray for this special Jewish leader who studies the Bible and has a study group in his home every week? As we unite in prayer, Israel will be hit with the word and his blessings, and the enemy will become become uh, she hopes that he'll become a brother. We hope to can, hope to convert a few of them, right? This fight is not political. It's all about the fighting to nullify the word of God. That's what we're talking about, okay? This is, this is a fight to destroy the word of God. That's why I've been streaming for years, get you back to the old King James Bible and the hymn book. It's a good idea to have one Bible hidden in a safe place, for the time will come when you do not only take your guns away, they'll take the guns away to make you victims, they will to take your Bible away, the two-edged sword, to make you, that is, to make you powerless. Will you help me pray for the safety of Israel's Prime Minister? I believe his life is in danger. Love and peace, Sister Sister Elizabeth. All right. Now, I'm going to try to find this thing here. I think I got it. If not, I'm going to let you hear it. All right here we go Uh, I had a Professor Tom sent me a Hebrew Bible Code run on the on the planned attack on the Knesset they're digging a tunnel these Muslims somehow are digging a tunnel now a long tunnel has to be invented. They have to put a have to put a make the tunnel big enough where they can put a pipe in it, an air duct in it, and pump air into it, so the air goes in and comes back through the tunnel, goes up and back.
2: But evidently
1: they're digging one, okay?
2: Uh now this is what it said.
1: Knesset tunnel. BB and my personal family situation revealed. That's mine writing now. Main subject: revised code for the tunnel attack on the Knesset. Folks, uh, I want to. Bob talked to me about the tunnel stuff. He told me about it. And at the end of it, he said, "This is what he said." <clears throat> My friend and Bob called on the 25th, stating the first of three revelations, the second being a tunnel being dug towards under Knesset and Israel. Third being a personal attack being planned against Prime Minister Netanyahu. He got, a, he got this altar also separate from Elizabeth. AC, hey, your family situation is going to clear up suddenly and shockingly. Now, folks, this was on the 25th of March. A month ago, Sister Elizabeth told me, Al, your family problems are going to resolve themselves suddenly. I'm putting this out there for record, okay? Baba told me back a few months back, said, look, you've got to watch out for April the 4th and the 28th of September, whatever that means. So I, I said it on the program. But then I was praying on the 14th of February about it, and I said, Spirit said, go look at the current calendar. And I went, and look, I said, good grief, that's the two blood red moons. Oh, well, what's that going to be? Does that concern Israel? Yeah, I'm right. But don't think that God can't use those two dates to work miracles in other places in the world besides Israel or to work or for things to happen in Israel, okay? Then he said to me, "Ah, what's 44 in the Bible? Well, first he said the 4th of April and the 28th of September. So said, there's no meaning for 44 numerics in the Bible. It's 40, 40 42, and 45 have meanings. I said, but four slant 4 does. That's 4 April, remember? Oh. It's two days away. I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. But he said, my family situation is going to solve itself and clear up shockingly and suddenly. I'm just telling you on the program tonight. You're my witnesses. When, I'm not sure. But I've got a prophecy from 1993 that says some things are going to happen. Um, so this is going to happen shockingly and suddenly, and I have it all on tape. This is interesting because about four-sevenths of my family just this past week, on March 25th, have figured to throw me under the bus. Now, Bob told me before the tour began last September that there would be an angel with a sword accompanying your tour group on the trip. Interestingly interesting enough, like I was saying, about three or four weeks ago, Elizabeth, the tour group leader, advised me an email. that She said, Al, the angel that was with us on the tour last fall who carried a flaming sword spoke to her and said, You tell Al his family situation will be resolved suddenly. Oh well wow. well folks, we're gonna see, ain't we? We're gonna see. This gets to the tunnel conversation and the attack against the Prime Minister. Bob said, Al, there's an ISIS jihadist operation tunneling from somewhere towards the Knesset. He saw and asked what's a shape charge? I said a shape charge is a, is a directed energy weapon and explodes and goes in one direction specifically and punches a hole or punches in one direction. He says Obama is involved, and in the drawn out negotiations on the Iran nuclear material production issue are but to allow time for the tunnel to be completed. I immediately asked Professor Tom to run the analysis of a tunnel and to publish whatever would be discovered by the Hebrew Bible code when well, I sent this email out, I sent the attachment and chose the matrix and the and the matrix key okay you can't describe that on the on the, on the you can't describe it on the on the program you have to see it The attachment is the analysis matrix my definition of the Power code diagram, which I think now exists, with all 33 parameters shown for your review in the attachment, which we call the matrix T. Why is Jeff Bush in this matrix? I don't know, but he has some involvement. But Bob said Obama is involved big time against the, the prime minister and against and with this tunnel operation. Elizabeth called. Prefervent prayer for B.B., okay, via that email ten days prior to that, because the Lord revealed that there was an assassination attempt being plotted against him. Yesterday, Bob said the same about B.B. in our dialogue on the phone. I've got that recorded, too. There are three redundant teams targeting three venues. One, there's one team watching the Prime Minister and his trip to the Knesset. Two, there's another team watching his office, wherever that is. Now, maybe he's got an office that's not in the Knesset, but he's got a place somehow to keep track of his office, wherever they are. Also, on holiday vacations, then he embarks on a, a journey or a vacation or a holiday, as they call it in the British language, he embarks on it. I've sounded the alarm, folks, making this all as believable as possible. If this is your first initiation to the Hebrew Bible code, well, be set for a lesson. Okay. Now, I'm going to read to you. I'm going to read through the parameters. Thirty-three parameters. You very seldom get thirty-three matrix parameters. Here they are. This comes right in the Hebrew. It's got the Hebrew word in it. One is subvert, poison, something involved in poison, terror, Mecca, Libya, stage, network. It says 2015 to 2016. Angela Merkel's mentioned, I believe. I believe she's a supporter of Israel, maybe, but then again, uh, we don't really know. She seems to be a supporter of Israel, but as you know, the French and the Germans were involved in the weapons of mass destruction that were found in Iraq way back, okay, 2003. Terror is in there. All of the Islamic moon god, the use of witchcraft is involved chemical. United Nations, whatever is involved there. Shaped. Shaped is the word for the shaped charge. Okay? Iran's involved. The word beast in Aramaic is involved in it. Knesset's in it. Amulet, pillow. I don't know what an amulet pillow is. ISIL's in it. Tehran's in it. Jihad's in it. There's some kind of a screech owl involved, and the owl has always been a sign of wisdom in in, in, in antiquity. ISIS is in it. Jeb Bush is in it. Why? I don't know. But the Bushes have never been any friends of Israel. Baal's in it. B-A-A-L, Baal. Obama's in it. Computer's in it. USA is in it. Obviously, the word tunnel is in it. It has is in it. I just read you the, the code found all these words in one spot in the Hebrew text. Okay? Now, I'm going to talk about some items here that came up. Uh, some while back, about two weeks before it happened, Bob was saying there's going to be Americans... Going overseas to fight ISIS. And sure enough, two ex military guys show up on TV over there involved in fighting ISIS. We had another home exploded. Okay. Last was in Colorado. A home blew up. Okay. Another home blows up. I'm telling you, the Spitznaz are here. We've talked about this before. Hang anyway, on folks, I gotta see if I can get something off my arm here. We we've talked about this before and uh we uh I don't want to do go this long thing again of all these explosions we've had across the country. We had another house go off uh up in New York up in was it New York? they blamed it on, on natural gas
2: they blew up three buildings and burned them down they're
1: saying then they come out with a story saying it's marijuana resin they're cooking marijuana resin down and they got marijuana resin One, of, this is the one in Colorado they said it was marijuana resin blew it up give me a break folks give me a break marijuana resin, is not that powerful in any shape or form. It cannot possibly be. How much of it would you have to have if it was explosive? They try to cover up stuff with any kind of of, of false story. Uh, After Netanyahu's election, there was no news coverage about it all before, the night before, he's losing, he's going to lose, bit 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 the press. The morning of his landslide election, not a sound. Not a word. And in South Africa, same way. Not a word. Same way in South Africa. Not a word about his landslide victory. Uh, then they had a bunch of, they left a whole bunch of weapons and equipment and left in, in uh, Yemen. Our guys took off and left all a bunch of this equipment, the first report. That is a lack of discipline. You know, our troops don't even have inspections on Saturday anymore. They don't have inspections. They don't, they don't do anything with play soldier. some of them, evidently. There's no inspections on Saturday morning. There's no kitchen police. There's no KP to be pulled to teach you discipline in them. That's all. Discipline in your army as you come up in the army as a private, TFC, and for and They took off and left all this equipment Just like the Iraqi soldiers Ran off and left all that equipment And billions of dollars of equipment For ISIS to use and shoot people And kill people with And all They they took off in, in Yemen And left a bunch of equipment Later on, They said they destroyed it You always are told First of all you destroy all your communications You destroy all your crypto gear You destroy your crypto, cryptography Equipment and you're supposed to destroy your, every ruin everything you think the enemy can use. You saw what happened in Iraq. Now, apparently they did the same thing in Yemen. Our guys took off. did not destroy the stuff. You don't do that unless you're told not to destroy it. Unless the word, when I don't destroy the equipment, well, you're not supposed to tell them that. You're supposed to destroy the equipment.
2: Who's fighting on whose side here, okay?
1: just thought I'd pass that on to you. All right. We had in Valley Mill, Texas, another train derailment with five menthol cars derailed. Another train derailment. Another fire. It just goes on and on. We've had all these train derailments. We talked about that. Doesn't happen that way, folks. Uh, they had a big story about the Pope turning uh, dry liquid to blood. Now the Bible warns about lying wonders. Okay, who's going to get the glory? What? What's? How is Jesus going to get any glory for the the Pope? These pappas over there, turning dried liquid to blood. <laughs> oh, Pope Francis did a miracle. Yeah. Did anybody jump out of a wheelchair and walk in the name of Jesus? Did anybody see? Well, did the blind see and the lame walk? The deaf hear and the deaf and dumb speak? No. And this is in a, this is with an HIV event. (laughs) I'm telling you folks, there is lying and subterfuge everywhere. Now, Bob told us, twice now, that the Southern Baptist Convention churches are seminaries, Dallas Theological Seminary, and the headquarters of the Southern Baptist Convention will be targets of Jihad. ISIS. They were talking on the news about the Mall of America being a target. Bob told us about the Mall of America being a target a year ago. A year ago, I put it out here on one of these programs. Okay? I've been there. It's a huge mall. It is huge. When I went to speak in Duluth, I had about four hours before I had to catch my plane and, uh, I went over to this big mall and walked in. And it's, just, it's sort of like Las Vegas in that place, as far as spectacular-looking stuff. You know, they're gonna target Springfield, Missouri, and the God, because if the Assembly ever got smart, they'd be the most dang they'd be dangerous in New World Order. But I don't think they're gonna get smart.
2: The uh, Superintendent of the
1: Potomac District, the God, which is Pennsylvania, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, Washington D.C., and West Virginia. He was he was running the church back in 1984, where two guys went out and blew up six abortion clinics. I helped build that church. You know the story. Now he's. They haven't found out what the problem was, and now he's been made the superintendent of five or six states.
2: No discipline
1: in destroying equipment over in Yemen. You've got no discipline in the churches either, because it's thrown out the Word of God, it's thrown out the hymn book. But now they are going to target the Southern Baptist churches and Pentecostal churches. coming after a, a state senator. There's a senator down in one of the states that ISIS have pinpointed now, coming after him. Uh, I don't know if you folks have followed the news, but a wicked nation has wicked things happen to it. Look what happened in California. The drought situation is absolutely the worst in history. With all the terrible floods and stuff they had, you'd have thought the snowpack in the mountains, the Sierra Nevada, wherever we got up there, but it didn't. There's only five percent of the snow that's supposed to be there. No water goes coming down. I don't know about the Hoover Dam and the Colorado River; it's probably down too. And they were talking about these huge, huge hailstones—baseball-sized hailstones. Yesterday, there were baseball-sized hail falling from Texas all the way to. Indiana. I sent a text to some of my friends out there and relatives. Big hailstones predicted. They don't watch the news. They got their head in the sand. Remember, don't get your head in the sand. You get your bump. You, you get your you get your Rump kicked. You know. Can't tell my family nothing. I, I ask you all to pray for my son. I ask you all out here to know how to pray to pray. And like, like the lady said, hell, there wasn't much love in that video you made, I Am vs. New Order. If that lady knew how many Sylvia choppers she had over my house and how many Soviet planes over my house, Alice next door said, Al, I saw five guys coming through the back of my property heading to your place. You think that's possible? I said, yeah, it's possible. Teasable, plausible, possible in reality. Five guys in black uniforms heading to your house. I was washing dishes and saw them went a while back, of course.
2: Uh,
1: but Hailstone's biggest baseballs were worn yesterday from Texas all the way past Indiana. And even tonight, there's, there's some Easter there in Kentucky and places they're looking for... Uh, Western West Virginia And uh, You know it's just one thing after another What are we going to do Al What are we going to do I've been telling you I've been telling you for years Get out of bed and pray Early in the morning You've got to talk to the Lord So you can hear him talk back to you
2: You know, certainly
1: if the rabbi can get a word from heaven, you can certainly, if you're baptized in the Holy Ghost and reading the Bible, getting up praying early, certainly you can hear from heaven, but certainly you can. I was praying for a sermon in 1969. I've been saved about nine months, and I didn't know what to preach on, and I got up and prayed for two hours. Yeah, you might have to pray for two hours. What much love in that sermon? Uh, that tape. Well, it, I love you enough to be here. I love you enough that I'm here warning you. You Get out of bed. And the Lord spoke to me, white raiment. What in the world's that? I know. I went and looked it up in Revelation three five. I I didn't. I never read that. I only saved nine months. I don't remember reading that that part of Revelation. But I'll tell you what. I'm gonna read it to you real quick. Revelation 3, 5, and here's what it said. I looked it up. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot his name out of the book of life, but I'll confess his name before my Father and before his holy angels, his angels. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches, and the Spirit can saith unto you, too. What are you going to do for today? What are we going to do? You'll get out and pray and read your Bible. The Lord will jump it out of the page at you. And you'll hear his voice speak early in the morning, and he'll tell you certain things. You want to slough off and don't get up and pray. I was up this morning, uh, 3.40, I think it was, 3.40 in the morning. Oh, Lord, I'm too tired to get up. So I started praying, and finally I crawled out of bed and started praying hard, you know, praying with a purpose
2: Books. I got a, there's
1: a thousand people on my prayer list, at least a thousand. I'm not bragging, I'm just telling you. I got all these friends around the world and I got to pray for them. And everyone I come to that I know can pray, say, Lord, we pray for sister Pat. Lord, please have sister Pat pray for my son. Sister dawn out there, Lord, out in Ohio. Have her pray pray for her, Lord, and her family and her husband and her boys, and have her pray for my boy. I go through the whole prayer list like that. I've decided that if I pray for them, then the Lord will be faithful and just to have them pray for mine. You've got to talk to the Lord in the morning. If you don't talk to him, how, how do you expect him to talk to you? He came to Peter and those guys in the garden, they just said they are sleeping three times. Three times they were asleep. He said, Peter, can't you not watch for me one hour in a 24-hour period? Can't you read your Bible and pray for one hour a day? I mean, he, he, would, he would probably be glad if you just prayed and read your Bible 30 minutes. Honestly, how many of you pray five minutes a day? How many pray 10? Huh? Think about it. If you do, wait 30 minutes, 40 minutes, hallelujah. But every day, almost without fail, I stay before the Lord on my knees and plead for you out there. I got 200 and some people alone on my email list. But I can tell you, my cousin, okay?
2: Just my second cousin.
1: Dawn and Milton, okay? Regina, Carolina, Marilyn, Autumn, Carissa, Scott, David, Jared, and Crystal. Ruthie, Lexi, Corey, Rihanna, Arnick, Olivia, Dawn, Eric, Rye, Beth, and Cade. Spouses. Steve, Kevin, Eric, Mark, Rebecca, Brianna, Lacey, Bailey, Ryan, Ryan and Jessica, and Michelle. That is just one family.
2: Those names I just read off was one family. You have got
1: to establish a prayer life, and you have got to pray. Well, we run over the hour. Uh, I've got some stuff on TV, but I'm not going to pray it tonight. I worked really hard today. Trying to get things squared away. Uh, well, I got time when it's warm and when it's warm and not too hot and not too cold. I was on the porch walking around. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the warm weather. I'm so tired. The cold weather was was almost more than I had to build a fire this morning, folks. We're in the 2nd of April and still building a fire. You know, I got a propane stove. I got a air pan. I got a heat pump. But I got old pine out there that's three years old and needs to be burned. Old pine after three years, if you keep it dry and under cover, it'll make good fire. It's not as good as oak, of course. It's only one-third the power of oak in it. When you've got five or six cords of it, you know what a cord is, folks? Four feet wide, four foot high, and eight foot long. That's a cord of firewood. A face cord is two foot wide, eight feet long, and four foot high. The full cord is four foot wide, four foot high, and eight feet long. You get in the morning and read your King James Bible and pray. I've had one person tell me, Brother David, out in Arizona, that Al, I got up and read you. I was reading the Bible like you told me, and it talks to me. It jumps out of the page at me. Praise the Lord! You told me I never knew it. I didn't need it until I got desperate. I started, what should I preach on the Lord?
2: And I started praying, and I heard white raiment.
1: Two got saved. There was a message from the Holy Ghost. And the Baptist might say, well, what what, what you did you find out do that? The Lord didn't do that. The Lord didn't do it? I heard, I prayed for two hours. I heard two words. preached. and two got saved, and the devil did it? Come on, give me a break, folks. I have poured out my heart to you now, my dear producer. Has put on this program now for seven years. But I'm asking you, you; need to find out how to get some donations to him. You don't think you don't think that Jack Van Impe is going to put me on for an hour? For an hour, we were on an hour a week for seven years, six years almost. You said James Dobson's going to let me talk for an hour a week? It <laughs> never happened. Joyce Meyer, never happened. Rick Warren, never happened. Thank goodness.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you the truth what's going on, folks. And I've got planes over my
1: house, and i got choppers over my house. They've been in my house. They've left their calling cards, quote unquote, so they know that I know they've been here. But Joel and Susie went by and saw the angel standing on a roof at midnight. He was thirty foot tall, he was gleaming white, and he had a big ten foot sword. I had Joel tell me long several years ago, and about two years ago I Got a chance to talk to his wife. I said, dude, did you see that angel too? Yeah, I saw him. I saw him. We saw him on top of your house, Al. He was up there. He was looking around, looking around, keeping, his, keeping looking around, you know. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about those that fear him, those that revere him, those that... You better have a reverential fear for God, folks. But he above all things, is a God of love, a God of mercy and grace. He only gets angry when you don't do right, when he tries to keep you on track and you don't stay on track, and he has to get a little bit to chastise you a little bit. He got mad at me when I wasn't going to take that wig off in Vietnam. I told you about that. So get up in the morning and pray. And that's what you got to do. You got to hear from heaven. So you won't be worried that day. So you'll have heard from heaven. Open that Bible and look in there. See after you've prayed 30 minutes. Then you go back to bed. And sometimes in the day you get your Bible out and read two or three chapters. Read them out loud. Memorize them. When you're below 50, you can memorize scriptures easy. You get past 50, man, you get too late to try to memorize them then. It's hard to memorize them when you're 60 years old. Believe me. Get it in your spirit now while you're young. While you still can, while you still got a Bible. All right. I love you. That's why I'm here. And pray for our Jewish friends. And pray for Prime Minister Netanyahu. Make sure these good prophecies come to pass that he escapes us. Pray. The prayer, the, the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. A righteous woman availeth much. All right, I'm going to say, if you want to contact me, write Al Cuppet, Wolftown, Virginia, 22748. You might put box 111 if you want to. 22748. 22748. Attention, Postmaster, or Al Cuppett. He'll get here. I'll try to help you, whatever. You need to find out how to support my producer. Okay? Don't send nothing to me. If you're going to send something to him, don't send it to me.
3: You figure, well,
1: you write me how to, and I'll tell you how to get it to him if you don't know how to get it to him. Okay. Thank you for your listening pleasures and your your presence tonight, folks. Thank you for, for being out there. I'll see you in a, a while. We've got next month, the first Thursday of next month. You may have a program before that. That's how much information I've in got. Okay. Let me pray for you. Father, be with him. Till the next time watch over him, keep him safe. Watch over my producer, Lord, be with him. Watch over the little dog, little pearl, Lord, be with her. Watch over his whole situation, Lord. Thank you for him. Thank you for his faithfulness. We ask the folks, Lord, to pray for him and to keep him in their prayers. And watch over him. And now I put them all in your care. Thank you, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Shalom and amish ha'i to
0: See you next time, little folks. Thank you, Al. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Al Cuppet on Freedom Fighters for America World Radio at www.freedomfightersforamerica.com. Al will be back first Thursday of next month. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of April 2nd, 2015. Freedom Fighters for America World Radio is sponsored by Freedom Fighters for America. Thanks for tuning in.